This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Can't get enough of the fan in the morning? Shown up. Because this is nothing like that. Working. Alan Jerry are here with stories they'd never get to cover on the morning show. Very sexy robot. Hey, look at that pig. Shenanigans. Naked yoga. My mother had a bad experience with these ghosts. Let's hump the fence. It's Alan Jerry's post-game podcast. Hey, what do you say we do a goddamn podcast? What's up, Al? I'm with you there, Jerry. Jerry, I want to ask you a question. Let me see what you would be thinking if you walked in on this scenario. Uh-oh, who's nude? No, no, no. no. Let's say you were to walk into the urinal at WFA, into the bathroom at WFAN. Now, it happens every day for me, right. sure. You go in, there's nobody in the stalls. The two stall doors are open. Okay. Okay. You walk in, there's somebody at the urinal. We have two urinals. There's someone at one of the urinals. Yeah. So you walk in, it's just you and this other person in the bathroom. When you're at when you walk into the urinal to the urinal right next to the it smells like farts. Oh god. Would you blame the person at the urinal or assume it's the wafting of the toilet from the stalls? No, I'd assume it's the guy next to me. How could yeah. you not? Uh I don't know. I would I would hope maybe you would think that, oh, somebody left a real stinker in here. No, because that dissipates relatively quickly, and you didn't see them walk out. Plus, they had to wash their hands. Yeah, so I had a situation on Friday when uh, I was uh, – I'm not big on farts. I don't like to do farts. I don't like to make noises. I don't. But if you're in the bathroom and you have to fart, I think you fart. That's where you're supposed to fart. Right. And I was at the urinal farting. Not, you were. Yeah, no noises, but I was the only one in there. And then – Mike Valenti came in to use the urinal next to me. And then I, I, I was finishing up as he was walking in. But as I was washing my hands, I was like, oh, this guy's going to know I just blasted farts. And I was like, well, maybe he'll think it was the toilet. Listen, fact of the matter is you're in a bathroom. Right. So to me, it, there's not an issue. I wouldn't worry about it all that much. Yeah. If I'm at the urinal and someone else is at the urinal... I will hold in my farts, even though I'm in a bathroom, because I don't think that's right. It's a good thing Eddie's not here today. He'd have a field day with this. <laughs> so, um, yeah. I, would, I wouldn't think too much about this one. Really? It's not like you were in the studio that he was then going to use for his show. You walked out, and you left him a stench. <laughs> so you don't think that when he sees, like, the next time he's here and he sees me, he's gonna, not going to think that's like I I don't know. I don't think so. I don't think bombs right in my face. I don't think so, no. Okay. I don't. All right, well, I that's don't. good. 
No. The only way he would think that is if you were blasting ass right next to him. Right. And he heard it. And Which I will not you. do. So then I, no, you're fine. Just don't blast ass. You're fine. Okay. Well, that's good to know. You're going to be, yeah. Hey, right. okay. Your your reputation is intact. Okay, good. <laughs> I see uh, there's a, the Peacock Network, Jerry, the oh. uh, the streaming service. Yeah. They're doing a uh, Ric Flair documentary. Good for you. Now, first of all, I don't have Peacock, but oh. I, maybe I would get it for this. But uh, ESPN did a thirty for thirty on Ric Flair. Right. Like I feel like I, I feel like I didn't know the story. Like, what is this? And who knows? I maybe like, they what am I getting to, out of this one? Maybe they talked to his great grandmother before she passed. Who knows? Honestly, who knows? You know how many of these documentaries are done by different networks? Yeah. And, Maybe like, you might Rick, learn one thing. Maybe they got new footage. Who knows? Like, Ric Flair is in this one and is part of this documentary, as he was the 30 for 30, as is his wrestling daughter, his previous wives. Like, I don't know what is going to be new in this one. The only thing I guess that could be new in it is he did almost die since the 30 for 30. He almost died. He could have died. Remember, sure. like, he was in the hospital? Yeah, I do remember that, yeah. He almost died, and he came out and wrestled one more time. So right. I guess maybe they'll focus on that. I don't know. Uh, well, you don't have it, but if you did, you'd let us know because you would have watched it. Yeah, I probably will watch it. I probably will get it. Like, I'll do a trial run where it's sure. like, that's what I like to do is, like, I, I wait till a couple different things are on a service, then I do, like, a one-week trial run and just watch them all. I gotcha. Uh, now, it's funny you bring up the, the peacock thing. Because Peacocking. Over the weekend with COVID, I didn't go anywhere. So I was pretty much – basically what I did all weekend. Friday, I slept all day after the show. And then uh, Saturday, I felt I actually felt pretty good on Saturday. The only thing I did was I ran to the post office with a mask on, and I didn't see anybody or talk to anybody. just dropped off calendar orders. And then right back to the car, came back home. And then Sunday, I was pretty much – you know, I had to work with the Cowboy game. But – Throughout the course of the weekend, I discovered all the cool features that my Fios has that I never knew because I'm too lazy to check. Right, but you had time on your hands. You were indoors. You're like, let's check out some features. I told my wife, we're canceling every streaming service we have. Why is that? Everyone. Because included in this Fios deal is the Netflix, which I've told you I'm paying by mistake. I shouldn't be. Well, I'm canceling today now that I've actually seen it. Mm -hmm. So that's included at no extra charge. This Pluto TV, say what you want about it. Not that you have to pay for it. You get it on Roku. They offer that on Fios, which I didn't know. They offer, they give us YouTube on Fios, which is great. Now, I would, I actually am thinking about if I cancel these other things, I am thinking about getting the commercial free YouTube. You've talked yeah, me into awesome. that. Yeah, it's awesome. I think that's a great idea. But most importantly, I went to, um, fuck, I'm trying to find it while I'm talking to you. Yeah. I went to On Demand, the Fios On Demand. All right. I could not believe how much free stuff is here on demand with Fios. Like on demand for the channels you're paying for. Yeah, well, yes. Like it is ins it's actually insane. I can watch every Law and Order ep episode ever right. created. Every Law and Order SUV, every Law and Order of that new one um organized crime. Right. Uh there are countless mo it's unbelievable how much is here, how many TV series are here. TV documentaries, um, films, it's nuts. I'm like, what am, why would I pay for anything else? I've got, first of all, i got the three of the channels that are well, stupid. There's too many of them. But there's a lot of them. And in all this, so. Well, I, you're, well, yeah, I mean, Netflix and all those get by on their exclusive 
content. Correct. But yes. I get them. Right. You do get them. But I do get them. I want to watch the the want to watch How the Grinch Stole Christmas free on demand. Boom. Right. There's these this new series called She Said. I don't know what that is. It's free. Um, it's yeah. I was I was actually very impressed. Hmm. All right. Look at you, Jerry. How about me? Getting into the world of uh, on demand. Yes, I, very much so. I I did not realize I had all this. So kind of cool. I'm uh I work tomorrow, Jerry, and then I'm off until uh, Monday after the New Year, January second. Yeah. I'm taking a full on. I did this one other time in my life. A full on no Twitter. Good for you. Oh, by the way, one other one I want to say. I yeah. get yellow. I get Yellowstone on this too. Yellowstone, okay. Which I thought was pretty cool because I thought that was on Paramount Plus. I don't know where the hell it is to be quite. Yeah, honest. Yellowstone is weird. It's on Paramount Plus and it's on Peacock somehow. Oh, I don't okay. know if like the new, the new ones are on one and the older ones. Are, I have no idea. It's, and I it is it confusing. On, on fires. Um. So you're no Twitter, no nothing for like. No, like, I like Instagram days. because my Instagram is really it's just mainly people about food and ingredients and uh, healthy eating and that sort of thing. So I okay. do like that. It, but but my Twitter's got a lot of sports-related things in it. For sure. I I need a sports break, Jerry. I know you. You always need this. You need like a reset every three months. Yeah. Is that bad? It's not bad. It's you're not – you are not a diehard sports fan, and you consume – more sports than a diehard sports fan does in, yeah. a, in a in a day, which to me is insane. Right. You know, it would be like this would be like me working at you know, a, a, um, a classical music radio station that I think is horrific, but it's what pays the bills. I don't think WFN is horrific. That's but, a right. terrible way to all say right. it. How about this? Give me a um, give me a music genre that I don't like. Jazz. Fine. It would be like me taking a job at a jazz station. I could take it. I could leave it. I'm not a fan of it. I don't hate it. It's just there. And then when I went home, because I'm a glutton for punishment, I put jazz on <laughs> and sat here and said, Why, this sucks. Why am I listening to this? And then you're blaming the jazz station for no, existing. I think it's a. I think it's different. I guess. I, I think it's actually very similar. It, it, to me, it's not, it's not sports. It's... It's the coverage of it. It's the... You're surrounded by it, It's the monotony of the same thing over and over and over again for hours on end. Right, but you you magnify it by listening a lot more than most. Right. My point is, I love this station, and I like sports more than you. You listen to the radio station more than I do. Right. Not to mention, because of your job, you know, I go in there... For 15 minutes every hour. I'm not listening to the program the rest of the time because I'm working and, you know, whatever. You are hearing it. Whether you think you are or not, you are listening to it. Oh, no, 100%. Sure. And then if you're going to listen to three hours of Carton and Roberts, you are consumed by it. Right. And then it's on my Twitter. Yeah. And you're on Twitter a lot, so you see it nonstop. Yeah, I've got to fix that. I'm not on Twitter as out. much as you, and I don't. I listen. I do listen to Carton and Roberts for sure, but not nearly as much as you do. Yeah. So I think that's kind of part of the problem. Yeah, I got. You know what I got to do is get off Twitter when I'm not working. Agreed. Because here I still I have Twitter up for five hours. I have what? it up from the time we started five till till ten. And you have to for breaking news. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then I go home and it's like while well, I'm eating lunch. Let me see what's going on, on Twitter. Guess what? More sports. Right. And Even though Carton I follow other things. 
No, I get it. I totally understand. You know what you almost need? You almost need a secondary Twitter account for everything non-sports yes. related. Yeah, I was thinking that this morning. Like if I took the Boomer and Geo account mm-hmm. and made that the sports account. Yes. And my account the non-sports stuff. I would scrub it of all sports. I'm going to do that. Yeah, and then just follow things you like, things in Bradley Beach, things nutrition-related, yes. uh, things vacation area that you like related, Ooh. whatever. Uh, that's what I would follow. Things about greyhounds. That's a good idea, Jerry. That's what my uh, Instagram is. It's all things like that I like. Okay, then just don't go to Twitter then. Yeah. And just peruse Instagram all day. Peruse. Yeah. Hmm. All right, good, uh, good plan, Jerry. All right. I'm a, I'm a problem solver. All right, that's all right. I think you solved that one problem for me. Uh, <laughs> I'm also going tomorrow. I'm going to get my, um, uh, and I'm going for an eye exam for contact lenses, Jerry. Wow, look at you. That's right. All right. Sick of this glasses look. I I totally understand. I like the glasses look because I never wore glasses. So I was like, oh, this is change it up. I'll wear some glasses because I needed glasses. But now I'm over the glasses, and that's it's enough. time for me to get a new look, Jerry. So you're going to come back on January 2nd. Yeah. With, all right, this, well, I'm not there. Yes, the January you 2nd. You guys are. Yeah. You're going to come back on January 2nd mm-hmm. with a new and improved look. Correct. I'm going to try and do the same, too. I'm going to try and lose 45 pounds. Between now and January 3rd? Yeah, that's right. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not sure that's going to be the healthiest thing you could do, Jerry. There is nothing less um, pleasing to see than your fat face on a Zoom camera when it's uh, pretty obvious how much weight you've put on. <laughs> yeah, the Zoom is unforgiving. It's angles, the oh, lighting. Oh, it's awful. I'm looking, I'm like, is that me? Yeah. Like, what an ugly bastard. <laughs> yeah, the, the, yeah, they, uh, yeah, you have to have the right lighting and the right angles and everything for Zoom meetings Terrible. to look good. Yeah. Oh, just, just brutal, but whatever is what mm. it is. So I, I look forward to your yeah. new look. I'm ho- I do hope to lose five pounds. Is that fair? That's fair. That's very fair. Yeah. Yeah, I'm going to be the new. The people are going to be like, what's different about Al? We're not sure. He's got contact lenses now. He's not bald. <laughs> no, I will still be bald when you see That'd me. It would be great if you came back with hair plugs. <laughs> sure, imagine I came back. I have a, a really good-looking wig. Yes, like that would piece. be funny. Long hair like a rocker. Yeah. Uh, contact lenses, but get the colored ones so they're different colors than my real eyes. I mean, I would look like a whole new dude. Have bright red eyes like the devil. <laughs> <laughs> right. <laughs> Calf implants. I'd be like, Al's been working on his little calf implants. Yeah, big calf implants. That's tremendous. Bicep implants. Hey, whatever works, man. Yeah. That's what I say. That's what I'm doing, Jerry. Oh, yeah. Just be happy. All right, so look for that in the new year. Yes. Have Um, you made any resolutions other than uh, trying to get contacts? uh, No. You're not one of these resolutions. No, I'm not a big resolution guy. I do like, I think think it's good at the start of a new year to, to take account of what's going on in your world and be like, this is what I want to try to get better at this. I agree with that. I agree. I 100% agree with that. You know what I mean? Yes, I completely agree. Got a Christmas tree over the weekend also. I heard you said it was kind of dead. It was actually not dead. I, uh, I, I just, I don't know. How did that even come up? Who's Boomer said? Because you made, you made mention like, oh, that I got a discount. that you picked up your tree this weekend and Boomer said you waited until the week before Christmas to get a tree. Yeah. So I made a deal with Gina. Uh, she watched the whimsy while I was on at the uh, our holiday party. Yeah. She had to watch it for two nights, Wednesday night and Thursday night, because I was leaving Thursday morning, so she took her the night before. Right. So I, 
I told her I'd buy the tree. I'd buy a Christmas. I'd buy her a Christmas tree in uh, for you know for helping. Sure, that's very nice of you. That's what we came to bed. So, yeah, that conclusion. I was going to give her cash for watching Wimsy. She goes, "No, just buy the tree." You should have said, "Just for Christmas, I'll get you a tree." <laughs> <laughs> Merry Christmas. <laughs> so we ended up going to what like a bougie place because we were near it. She's mm-hmm. like, "It's going to be more expensive, but we can get it over with." I was like, "Yeah, you know what? Yes, I'm in." It'll be more than I want to pay for a Christmas tree, but we'll get it done with and all that stuff. Now, at risk of sounding ridiculous, yeah. I have no idea. 50 bucks, 100 bucks, what are we talking? 130. 130 for a Christmas tree that you're going to throw out in a week and a half? But this is also what I'm saying. So we went to the place, the trees have the prices on them. She liked this one tree, it was 130. I was like, "You know what? Okay. You did the you helped me out the dog." And then the guy who works there, we told him, "Well, we would like this tree." He goes, uh, oh, just so you know, all the trees are $50. Oh, great. I got a bargain, Jerry. You got a big bargain. I got a big bargain. I was prepared to pay one thing. So you know what? That guy got a $10 tip for wrapping it up and putting it on the roof of the car. Look at you, you big spender. Yeah. I was like, you know what? This guy just saved me some some cash that I didn't even know I was I was getting saved. What type of tip would you have given him had it been 130 Good question. $5. <laughs> $5? $5. $10 seems excessive. <laughs> but I was like feeling good about myself. I think it's very spot. nice of you. Very very well done. Yeah. And you mm-hmm. saved money. And I saved money. Because you weren't cheap. Right. See how that, that works? That's a message from the angels, Jerry, yeah, on this Christmas holiday. There you go. Christmas. So that, that tree for real. So yeah. obviously you have water at the bottom and everything. Yes. It's in her house? Yeah. That will be curbside when by the by the first is it do you keep it till after uh, the new year yeah i think till after the new year the okay. week of the new year i think you get rid of it so you get about two weeks out of it unless it's dying because we've done that before too where you buy a tree a couple weeks out and it's dead by the time christmas arrives yeah which is so annoying then you have a dead tree i've never once in my life had a real tree in the house really nope Good Always been artificial I like trees. I, I love, love artificial. The, so do I. I. I've told you the one we have is now, which is hard to believe, twenty three years old, and it's phenomenal. Yeah, still in great shape. But then again, if you think about it, we only needed to you know use it for a month every year. Right. So why shouldn't it be in good shape? It should be in great shape. I always wonder too, like when you put a real tree in your house, how does my dog know not to pee on that? <laughs> and she didn't pee on it. Uh, my guess but how would does be she the know? scent. Maybe the scent. Maybe they don't like to urinate around christmas trees i don't know or are dogs only choosing where to pee based on where previous dogs have chosen to that pee? could be again it's the scent right yeah what brings them to where they want to go because you have plants in the house and dogs generally aren't peeing on the plants uh you're saying generally so generally he has no she hasn't but i'm saying no. i'm sure people i'm sure someone on twitter or something would hit me up and go i dog pees on our christmas tree every year you would think so yes i've never heard of that though yeah so, well, good for you. It's now, it's very Christmassy. What are you doing in the condo? Um, I have, a, I have a, a snowman that I put on top of my piano. That's it. That's my That's only. That's it. Yep. All right. That's all I got. Fair enough. Snowman on the piano, Jerry. Oh, I also have lights under the piano. You know those strip lights where you can uh, change yes. them to different colors? Of course. I can make them green or red. Very good. That's it. That's all I'm doing. All right. I did see some inflatables at uh, Home Depot this weekend. I knew you were talking about getting an inflatable. They had some? Yeah. 
Wow, because the ones by me, there is nothing to be had. They've actually turned to uh, spring already. Oh, no, this had a whole section of inflatables. Damn, that's pretty impressive. For and this how about late. this one? So strange. Like, I, And I, as I was looking at this inflatable, I thought a couple things. What we know about business, like someone had to come up with this idea. Right. Then get it created. And approved by people. And approved by people. Have a box for it. Get a factory to make them, box them. Oh, my God. What are you going to tell me about? It was a Santa. It was just an inflatable Santa in a yoga pose for <laughs> Christmas. <laughs> what? And I bet you people bought them. Yoga people are nuts. I guess so. You know, just like dog people are crazy, sports people yeah. are crazy. You sell to your uh, to your audience. Yeah, and it, and then not only that, Jerry, Home Depot had to decide because Home Depot has buyers. Everybody wants to be in Home Depot, right? Yes, of course. I try to get my calendar in Home Depot. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. <laughs> but so Home Depot had to go, you know what? This inflatable Santa with the yoga, let, I think we have room for it. I bet you. So Tracy Burgess back in the day was a big yoga person. Yeah. I wouldn't be stunned if you drove past her house and she had it. The yoga pose. It was the pose where he's... Downward dog. No, the, oh. <laughs> that'd be great, a downward dog Santa. <laughs> no, this was a Santa in, like, sitting with his legs crossed and yeah. his, in the peace uh, kind of seating. That's tremendous. Yeah. Now you have to look and see if you have anybody around town that has it. Yeah, I haven't seen it. I'm going to be on the lookout now for it. I haven't either, but I haven't looked also. Yeah. But now I'm going to be looking for it. Oh yeah, I've also looked for the Chevy Chase one from Christmas Vacation. Yes. I haven't seen I haven't seen that anywhere. Yeah, I have just one of my neighbors has it. Okay, very good. I got to see if I can find one of those on the sale this week. I have not been able to go get one because I just haven't had the time. Maybe I'll find. Maybe I'll get that uh, yoga Santa inflatable, buy it, and just put it on a random person's lawn at 3 a.m. <laughs> <laughs> Imagine they wake up and there's a yoga posed Santa on their lawn. Yes, and you also got to get the chairs and the pineapple. <laughs> <laughs> here you go enjoy oh it's funny all right jerry let's do the warm-up program you're gonna be back here tomorrow i will be uh and we'll so we'll do the warm-up show tomorrow jerry yes and, and then you're off for a week and, and a half then i'll be off yes and i have no days off <laughs> i'm gonna shut it down when's uh, your next rutgers game uh my next rutgers game is friday so not only do i not have any days off i have to work friday then i have a rutgers game friday at five then on Saturday, Christmas Eve, I got to work the Cowboy game. Oh, right. Yeah, and then Sunday's Christmas. That's fine. And then the following week, I'm hosting. I have uh, with Sal, and I've got a Cowboy game on that Thursday night. Oh my gosh! Late night, which sucks. And then uh, that weekend, I've got a Rutgers game, and then I got to go to um, the Friday night Rutgers game, and then we fly to Indiana on Sunday for a game against Purdue on that Monday. Nice. See you on Tuesday the 3rd. So. Yeah. It's not a great couple of weeks. I actually said to my wife last night, I said, it would be nice one year if I actually could use my vacation time for vacation. Yes. Because I really do use at least half of it, at least half of it for, for, for working. Rockers. Yeah. It's just, it's, um, you know, I love it, but it sucks at the same time. I hear you, Jerry. So, and then I'm very, it's the only time of the year that I'm very um, envious of you guys. Yeah. When you guys are off this time. But whatever is what it is. It is what it is, Jerry. So. All right, let's do the warm-up program. Yeah, I'll see you tomorrow. So.
What up, y'all? It's your boy Danny Green, three-time NBA champ. You either rooted for me or rooted against me. Join myself and my co-host Harrison Sanford on the Inside the Green Room podcast. It's a podcast that brings you never-before-told tales from the locker room to candid interviews with basketball legends to breakdowns of what's happening in the NBA right now. Whether you're a diehard fan or casual about your hoops, this podcast brings you the game like never before. Follow Inside the Green Room on the Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. Hey, Rob Bradford here. I have set out on a mission with my good friends at FanDuel to prove what I have known for some time. Baseball isn't boring. Now I have a daily podcast to prove it with some of the most notable people in the baseball world screaming baseball isn't boring from the mountaintops or at least agreeing to come on our show. Players, managers, GMs, and yes, even the commissioner of baseball, Rob Manfred. It has been a constant wave of baseball's most powerful voices. So join the revolution. Subscribe and soak in baseball isn't boring. Listen on your Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcast. You'll be glad you did. Jerry, don't worry, it's only an hour long, and most days it doesn't suck. Well, and usually on a football Monday, pretty, pretty good, if I do say so myself. Couple minutes after 5 o'clock, what is up? It's the warm-up show, it's Christmas week, we got lots going on, we got local winners, local losers, we're kind of two of them ourselves, so we got Mike Fleek, hey, what's up, Mike? And across from me, his name is Al Kavon Dukes, what's up, Al? Good morning, Jerry, I've got a show sheet. Two pages deep today. Normally, it's only a page. Some days, only a half a page, Jerry. Some days, it's five lines. Some days, it's five lines. Today's one of those days on a Monday with a heck of a lot going on. A lot of terrific games where I've got two full pages of uh, show sheet information, Jerry. Lots of good stuff on uh, Football Monday. And right at there at the top of the list, I like to do things most recently and in order of importance, was the New York Giants win last night. Yeah. I had to come in and watch this game, Jerry, as it's very late for me. I hear you. 8 o'clock. 8 o'clock. 8.15. But by the time the real action started, which oh, was right. the fourth quarter, it's late, Jerry. Yes. It but is I, late. But I will tell you, you're not wrong in the way the fourth quarter action happened. Season-saving drive in fourth quarter, a fourth uh, fourth down decision by Brian Dable in the second quarter. Because the, the commanders backed them up to the three-yard line. And the theory is the Giants are going to go three and out, and Washington will get the ball back in very good field position. And Daniel Jones, and I know his stats sucked from last night. I get it. That drive, though, he made big throw after big throw, and on fourth, and I think it was fourth and nine at the Washington 35, we're not kicking no stinking field goals. We're going for it. And he throws a dart for a first down. They go down and score a touchdown. And I thought right then and there, I'm like, they're going to win this game. Like, look at these guys. So I, you're right, the the final five minutes of this game were wild, but I thought that drive right there, not many teams have 97-yard drives and then uh, score touchdowns. That was pretty impressive. Yeah, and you're right. Like, looking at the stat line for Daniel Jones, 21 of 32 for 160, not impressive. No. Looking at the stat line for Saquon Barkley, 16 carries, 87 yards. But when you look and in the one series, Saquon had runs of 12, 15, and 14 yards. Yeah. They did it when it needed to be done, Jerry. It was on the road in a divisional game, a game they needed to have. So, impressive. I completely agree. Now, there were certain issues at the end of this game, no question. The uh, the illegal formation penalty. Eek. Eh. Against uh, Washington. Yeah, that, that'd be the wide receiver asked the official if he's okay. And the, I think the official said yes. 
So that's a I feel, you know, and then the fact they don't call interference in the end zone. You know what? I saw a lot of plays on Sunday that were a lot worse than that that weren't called. It stinks if you're Washington. Eh, I'm more, I'd be more concerned with the illegal formation nonsensical call they made than the interference. But you know what? Win is a win. And now the Giants are 8-5-1. The uh, Commanders 7-6-1. The Giants should be playoff bound now. Yeah, because the Washington did score with 59 seconds left, but yeah. that illegal formation got called called it back. Right. So, yeah, there was a couple different things. The Giants uh, had a huge turnover with uh, 6.06 remaining in the game when Washington was driving, where Taylor Heineke fumbled the football. Yep. And the uh, Giants recovered that. It was originally not called a fumble on the field. Brian Dayball does the replay. So there was a lot of things that a, a thing here or there, and this game goes a whole nother way. 100%. But I guess that's what happens when you, in particular, play division games on the road. Uh, you come away with a victory. You take it without really too much complaining. No, you, it doesn't matter. You win the game, you move on. That's all that matters. They got their eighth win. What's funny about this game, though, in terms of uh, the win, had Washington scored and got the two-point conversion, it would have been 2020. Right. Which is what the score was of the last game. <laughs> that would have been awesome if they tied again. <laughs> that would have been something. And we were close to it. We were very close to it. But now nah, that's a good win. And this Thibodeau with that sack strip, fumble return, touchdown, my goodness. So he had some big plays in this game, too. The Giants did well. You know what? They win a game on the road in primetime, I think the first for Daniel Jones in primetime. And uh, all is trending back in the positive direction. Now they get the Vikings. Now here's what you know about the Vikings. Don't go up 33-0 on them Saturday and expect to win. That's and right, That's where Jerry. the Giants are Saturday. Uh, they're in Minnesota? Yes. All right. So they the- really – how about this, Al? The NFL put the Giants in Dallas on Thanksgiving and in Minnesota on Christmas Eve. That's I, not nice. That sucks. Two away games on the big holidays, Jerry. That's yeah. not nice. Like when I saw this morning, hey, the Giants play Minnesota. Now they were just in Washington. I'm thinking, all right, well, it stinks they're playing on Christmas Eve. But, I mean, everybody is for the most part. I'm like, yeah, at least it's a home game. And then I look at it. I'm like, nope, that's in Minnesota. Yeah. Mm. Mm. yeah. Now, once again, the Giants, you know, they scored 20 points. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, and they like that number. And one of them was, as you mentioned, a strip sack return for the touchdown by Kayvon Thibodeau. Correct, yeah. Mm-hmm. So they that's seven points. of the points right there. <laughs> yes. Well, you do know, they get credit for the kicker kicking the one? So really, that's six points. Yeah, so, it, you know, <laughs> ah, it's still not great. It's what they are. But a win is a win. It is It is who we thought they were, Jerry. It, it, it's all. Now, I looked at the, the one of the articles I was reading that was talking about the Giants in the playoffs. They now have uh, an 87% chance. Yeah, well. Great. And you know what the Cowboys' chance was to win yesterday when they were up 27-10 to 10 with four minutes to go in the third quarter? What was that? Uh, 90%. Oh, probably 90%. None I mean, of it means that. Tell me what it's 100%. That's when it means something. What's 100%, Jerry? Uh, 100% certainty. My love of life. Right. You That's know what's 100. 100%. Yeah, right. 100% certainty is the Eagles are going to the playoffs. All right. That we can certainly say. Yes. 100% exactly. as they are now 13-1. and one. Correct. <laughs> How about that? What a weekend, though, Jerry, of uh, football. We it also was. had now the Jets. Ugh. The Jets. Listen, I thought Zach Wilson's third quarter was not good. Right? It was awful. Awful. He yes. missed a lot of open guys. His stats, Al. I know he threw for three hundred and seventeen yards. Yeah. 
he missed in this day and age where quarterbacks are rarely missing. He missed on 17 of 35 throws and two of his better completions were wounded ducks that the receivers came back and made plays on. Right. I don't know. I Listen, I hope he plays well. I, I think he's going to play again Thursday, I think. I don't know. Yeah, that's what it's looking like. You, you feel? I actually felt bad for him yesterday as he was getting booed as loud as anybody He I've was heard. getting booed. Um, but they that's a game you got to win. And, yes, Robert Sala 100% screwed this thing up at the end. I, how you don't call a timeout when you get the gift catch, I have no idea. Like, I don't know what he was doing. Um, but it was – to me, it's just – it was like – you had an inexperienced quarterback who hasn't really gained much experience yet, an inexperienced coach at the end who apparently hasn't gained enough experience yet, and they screwed it up. Now, that said, can the defense not allow a rumbling tight end to catch the ball at midfield and run 50 yards for a touchdown? Uh, that would be nice. I mean, Jesus, I bumbling, don't know. Bumbling, stumbling. The defense is really good. I'm not going to say they're not, but they've come up pretty small in some big spots. Yeah, the defense was good until... Uh, that fourth and what? What was it? Fourth and uh, inches? It was fourth and inches. Fourth and inches, and they gave up a long TD. Yeah. I mean, was it Brock Wright? I never heard of Brock Wright. Never heard of you. 51 yards for a touchdown. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. But there's so much wrong, you know. And again, they were right there. They could have won the game, but they don't make the stop. They make uh, just bad plays at wrong time. Very opposite of the Giants in that the Giants won a close game, made the big plays, had the big drives, big stops at the right time. The Jets were the opposite, in position to win, wrong plays, wrong times, bad decisions, bad clock management, and it adds up to 7-7. Seven and seven. And they really uh, got beat up by Boomer and the rest of the uh, NFL Today crew they after should've. the game when they went. Uh, Boomer was the, you know talking about the the lack of timeouts by Rob Sala. He had all three of them. Like, th- yeah, you're looking at the amount of time left in the game and three timeouts. All right, first completion that was you know down the field a little bit. You're thinking, all right, first timeout. No, they're going to run the clock. All right, I I get it. You don't want to score and leave time on the clock for the Lions. Fair enough. But then when they get the next one, and you're watching the time just take away, I'm like, is he playing for a game-tying field goal? Like, what is, like what's the game plan here? What are we doing? I don't know. The, the whole thing, to, to have a 58-yard field goal, and desperation, by the way, at that, to burn a timeout just before time expired, and then to look up and see you still had one remaining? Oh, my God. I mean, they could have theoretically had another 40 seconds on the clock. Oh, it's awful. Really, it was awful. So now Jets are seven and seven. Playoffs not looking good. Yeah, not looking great. Now, and you mentioned they play Thursday. Quick turnaround, Jerry. They play uh, the Jaguars Thursday. Mike yeah. White, uh, also probably not going to play this week, as he has to get cleared by doctors. And we heard news over the weekend that he tried uh, that he went to uh, ten doctors. Yes, this was where the team and the doctors protect protected the player from the player. Yeah, he wanted to play. I don't understand, like, why was he not able to play, but uh, uh, that dude on the 49ers, Brock Purdy, he had a rib injury, and he was severity able to play. Of, probably the severity of the injury. If they're saying that Purdy had a – maybe it was a light bruise as opposed to Wilson, I think they said it was a fra- – Wilson. Uh, White was a fracture. So it could be the severity of the injury. I mean, a guy can have an ankle sprain. One could be a high ankle sprain. One could be a low one. The one guy's going to be out for weeks. The other guy could be back in hours. Who knows? They kept showing Mike White on the sidelines. He was, uh, it was uh, enough. He was very into the game, which was oh, good. It was good. I'd like to say he was the kept going over to Zach Wilson, unlike that adult other Does quarterback Joe we got. Joe Flacco even want to be there? 
I saw it was funny. He was wearing his like to me. If you're a backup quarterback and you're not in the game and you're have your helmet on, that means don't talk to me. <laughs> and the jacket. <laughs> yeah, like I've got the helmet on and the jacket. That is the don't approach me, don't speak to me. Look. Well, and there was the one shot where White goes over to Wilson as he's coming off the field. And at the same time, you see Flacco taking a knee behind them as if, all right, now can I get out of here yeah. soon? Yeah, he looks so disinterested. He just must be very happy every other Friday when the check clears. Hey, honey, they're still paying me. Hey, unbelievable. <laughs> it really is. My God. So yeah. you got you got Jets, Jags Thursday, and then the Giants play. Uh, One o'clock on uh, Saturday. Who are they playing? In Minnesota. Oh, right. You mentioned that, right? Yes. In Minnesota. Yes. Which that that Saturday, the Minnesota game, I, you know, I was doing things. Jerry, I'm very busy on the um, weekends. Yes, I, I'm aware. But I was like, Christmas you know what? Shopping. I'm going to put on the, let me see. I'll take a quick look at the score, and then maybe I'll pop the game on because it's uh, halftime. Right. So I, I glance over. It's 33 to nothing. Yeah. I texted Gio. I was like. What is going thirty three to nothing to the Colts? It's halftime. You were one of those guys, huh? Yeah, I literally didn't because I said he's got to be getting pounded by people texting at him right now. We're tweeting whatever. Like, what's up with your Vikings? <laughs> I just couldn't figure out. Like, I just checked the score. I wanted to like, what is going on? Yeah, a lot was going on. They were terrible, and the Colts are pretty good. And then I checked back, and it was like thirty six twenty eight. I was like, huh. Yeah. Then I checked back again. I'm just looking on my phone, and that's when I saw they were in overtime. I was like, "All right, I, I'm going to put the television on now." Now, we now got I'm him ready to go. In. Now he's got me. A 33 point comeback. <laughs> yeah, the biggest in NFL history. Yeah. Yeah. How about Matt Ryan? He he's he's got two of the worst collapses in NFL history. Oh, he's got yeah the worst Super Bowl collapse and the worst regular season uh, game collapse. Yeah, and you also had you know Jeff Saturday not kicking the field goal in a certain spot, and people are killing him for that. It's the NFL is bizarre, and when like the when the wave of momentum just shifts, it's like you can't do anything to stop it. It's like nothing I've ever seen before. Really, I guess you see it in the NBA, so I'm, I'm not really – that's not true. The NBA, you could be down 30. Next thing you know, you're up 10. Uh, that does happen. And I know the Nets were down a lot yesterday, and they came back and won. But that was something on Saturday. It really was. Even, you know, even if you weren't interested in football, if you put that on in the fourth quarter, you're like, they're really coming back from this. Like, wow. I also loved uh, after the game reading some of the qu- quotes, Patrick Peterson, the Vikings, told the offense at halftime, we're going to get stops. You just need five touchdowns. Oh, <laughs> yeah, that's all. Oh, okay. So, Joey, we'll cover you. We'll get a, uh, five touchdowns, and we'll be good to go. Right, we'll make up for your first half stink. Yeah. <laughs> it's pretty – heck of a win. Heck yeah. of a win. Oh, heck of a win, Jerry. Now, I don't think Minnesota's going very far when the playoffs do roll around. Why is that? But, well, because their defense isn't good enough. It's just not good enough. And their offense is so inconsistent. Can they win a game? Sure. Are they going to – do you think – do you honestly think they could go into Philadelphia and beat the Eagles on a freezing cold day at the link? No. No, I don't either. But I think they could uh, – I don't think they could beat the Eagles or the Niners. Anybody else, yeah. Right. Well, that's – but that's right. part of going somewhere. Oh. That's what I mean. I don't mean just win a first-round game. I mean – I don't think they're a Super Bowl team, whereas earlier in the year I thought maybe, you know, maybe this team, them and the and the Eagles might be the best two teams in the NFC. Well, the Niners have kind of passed them now, and I think the Vikings are in that next tier with the Cowboys that they might win a game, but that's going to be it. Hmm. Let's I talk then about your Cowboys when we get back.
Do we have to? We'll do Cowboys. Ugh. We'll do Raiders. Yeah, that, I mean, you had some unbelievable finishes. You had the Cowboy finish, the Raider finish, and also the Houston Texans gave the Chiefs everything they could handle, and then they screwed it up at the end. So we'll get to that, and at some point, I'm sure the World Cup. Um, the World and, Cup? Wow, well, I mean, that's all everybody was tweeting about yesterday. I didn't see us. I don't, honestly, I don't even know what the main story is with the World Cup. We'll take and a quick break. FL was yesterday, Jerry. Yes, it was. Oh, absolutely. No question. And they oh. rolled it right into the Fox, right through the Fox pregame, I believe. So, uh, and I'll tell you a funny thing about a tweet that I put out there yesterday and the reaction that I got that I exactly expected, which was kind of funny, too. All that and more. We got lots to do. It's the warm up show on a football Monday, then Boomer and Geo on the fan. It's your turn to cause trouble. Call the fan at 877-337-6666. Powered by Superbook Sports. Visit Superbook.com. All right, it's great to have you with us. It's 25 after 5. It's Monday. It's the warm-up show. We take it to 6 o'clock. We've got the Boomer and Geo then. Lots of football to get to real quick. I just thought you would find this funny. The Twitter person you used to be, because Twitter is pretty much dead at Twitter this point. stinks. Uh, yeah, it is. So I just, I put out a tweet yesterday, and I knew the reaction it would get. No opinion. Absolutely no opinion, other than I found it funny how many people were tweeting about how soccer isn't boring today. And I'm thinking, God, just watch the game. Don't put that out there. Because it makes it seem like you're trying to make a point instead of just watching what was from what I understand, an unbelievable game. And I got exactly the reaction I thought I might, and that's, you know, how dare you, shut up, stupid. Like, there was no opinion. I just found it funny how many, you know, there's no opinion about soccer. I don't like it, but that's, like, I have, if you love it, that's great. To me, this is what it felt like to me. It felt like all the Net fans, that when the Nets are doing well, Start tweeting out, well, what do you have to say about the Nets now? Just shut up, watch your team, and enjoy it. Yeah, shut your face. Well, I don't mean it that way. I'm just saying, like, I don't know. Don't be so concerned about the people that don't like it. Enjoy it with the people that do. Apparently, that was a hell of a game yesterday. And awesome. That's great. Go nuts. Let's go Argentina. Right. Whatever. I don't enjoy soccer. I don't pretend to like it when the World Cup is around. I'm not that interested in it in any particular way unless something wild happens. I had the NFL on yesterday, Jerry. That's way too much for me to handle on a regular Sunday. Yes. Now the game was at 10 o'clock in the morning. Well, I had to prepare for the NFL. I, <laughs> I, I watched that other pregame show, Jerry. Wow. You that. watch Tops? Tops, yep, I'm all over now, it. Who, uh, I know Brandon's not the host. Who's the host of that now? Oh, uh, you know, Jerry, it's all the the, 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 the greats. <laughs> all the greats? All the greats that they have over there doing not all really sure, the stuff. We? Not in particular. <laughs> now, Fair enough. I wish, I wish I could have been in the Patriots locker room. Oh, my God. After the game, after they did all of those laterals for no reason and lost the game with no time on the clock, especially after the players said uh, those were improvised and not something the coaches told them to do. Yeah, like why would they? Clearly they must have come up with that in the huddle. What does Bill Belichick do when he, like... Cut everybody. Like what do you think was when, when they go into the locker room? Yeah. And it's time for the coach to come in. 
does he go nuts? Does he just like throw his hands up? Like, I'll be honest, what I don't. Al, I do? don't. I don't know anymore. I really don't because I think if this was 1975, the coach goes in there and he's reaming the team out. I don't know that that happens anymore. Um, I would. Here's what I would think in a fantasy world. I would think Bill Belichick goes in there, is turning tables over, and is screaming at people. But do you? If I told you nothing happened, would you be surprised? No. I don't know. You'd have to be there. I did like. I'm gonna play at 6:30 the uh, the Compass Media Network's call, the Raiders call of it. At the 7, Raiders at 7:30. If I can, uh, if it's in the system, I'll give you the uh, the Patriots call of it because you have uh, uh, what's his name on the Patriots? Uh, the loud fellows up there in Scott Boston. Scott Zolak. Scott Zolak. Yeah. He called them the dumbest team he's ever seen. That was just the first. The first uh, pitch was stupid. Agreed. But from there, stop. Don't throw it across the field backwards. How about throwing it backwards 15 yards? That was so strange. Yeah, I, I, I don't know what to say. That was that was something that you can only make up, let alone actually see it. Yeah. That's one, well, you know, maybe if they screw up a situation. No, we go to overtime. Yeah, that was... Um, the Patriots have had an interesting season, and the Raiders have had a more interesting season, losing games they should have never lost. Yesterday's a game they probably should have not won. It's another game that Bill Belichick loses to one of his former coordinators, yeah. which Who, is funny. And now I think he's nine and ten against his former team, uh, against his former coaches. That was great. The Raider who picked it off—I forget his name. Right. Then just stiff-armed, stuffed uh, the uh, Mac Jones yes. right into the ground. Pretty much. Get out of my way. <laughs> yeah. Get out of the way. I'm dr- I'm drilling you into the ground, stepping over you and going in for the score. But that was also another situation where that day yesterday in the NFL had so many crazy fa- – I mean, that, by the way, is the craziest finish um, that I think I've ever seen. In playoffs, regular season, I mean, I don't think you can come up with something nuttier um, than that. Because there was no reason for it. Like, it wasn't like – Correct. That was their play from scrimmage was we're going to flip, flip it and try to win this. Right. They were just running the clock out to get to overtime. I th- it was Chandler Jones, I think, was it not? Chandler Jones, right? yeah. So I, I wrote it down, but I can't see my writing. Yeah, you're right. Um, but, yeah, it was it was just nutty. The whole day was nutty with the way these fourth quarters went yesterday. And that was that was the, uh, the, the top of the list of nuttiness. Then the other one you mentioned earlier. So the Cowboys had what was their lead oh, in the fourth quarter, Jerry? They got outscored. 30 to 7 in the final 15 minutes in the fourth quarter and the last four minutes of the third quarter. Think about that. The final 16 minutes, they got steamrolled by Trevor Lawrence and the Jaguars. They're, first of all, the Cowboy defense, they have so many injuries. There are guys playing defense right now that I've never, I don't even know who they are, number one. Number two, once Trevor Lawrence got into a rhythm yesterday, it was he was unstoppable. And the interception return for a touchdown all on Noah Brown. The Cowboys win that game if Brown catches that ball. Instead, he simply whiffs on it. It hits him in the shoulder, pops up in the air, goes back the other way for a touchdown. They have the ball if he catches that with a first down at the Jaguars' 48-yard line. And the Cowboys, with their I think it was their final drive, they went right down the field and scored. They had like a seven-minute drive. I actually wrote it down. They had in the fourth quarter... They had a seven after the Jaguars take the lead, 31-27. Dak and the Cowboys go down the field, 13 plays, 75 yards, seven minutes, and they get the touchdown to Noah Brown to take the lead, 34-31. Then 
You had Jaron Curse hits Lawrence on the scramble. He fumbles with a minute 20 or a minute 30 to go, and you thought the game was over. And uh, not so much, and the Jaguars go down and tie it. And also, because I know, did you watch that, or are you still on the Jet game? Probably the Jet game, right? I was on the Jet game, yeah. So after the fumble, Jaguars had all three timeouts. So the Cowboys run the ball on first and second down. The Jaguars call their first two timeouts. On third and like, I think it was third and nine, third and ten, something like that, they decide the Cowboys do. We're going to try and win this thing. A first down, the game's over. So they throw for it, but Dak throws the ball way down the field. It goes incomplete, so the Jaguars have one timeout left. All right, fair enough. The Jaguars then get the ball on a big third down play. Lawrence throws the ball to, I I don't remember what receiver, but the ball goes through his arms, hits him in the chest, and replay shows it hits the ground. So the Jaguars initially called timeout, but the Cowboy, they have to go to review to make sure it was a catch. Fair enough. Because of that, the Jaguars got their timeout back. They say not enough evidence to overturn it. Play stands. Okay, good. Two plays later. A pass completion, receiver trying to get out of bounds, the Cowboys tackle him, they rule him inbounds, Jaguars call timeout. But wait a minute, we're going to review and see if he got out on time before he was tackled, so they get their timeout back again. So they saved a lot of time by these reviews, which allowed them to kick the field goal, and then they go three and out, and the Cowboys the interception return for a touchdown ball game over. And now the Eagles have a three-game lead in the East. Yeah, you know what it did? So you had yesterday at one point, and I know it was the first half, but at one point the Cowboys were in control of the Jaguars, and the Bears were actually at one point beating the Eagles or at least giving the Eagles a game. They were hanging in there. They were. And you're thinking if you're the NFL, you know, not for nothing. But if the Bears actually finished pulled off this upset and the Cowboys win like we expect them to, that game would be for first place next Saturday on Christmas Eve at 4.30. Oh, that'd be sweet. And instead you got the Eagles coming back to win, the Cowboys blowing it, and now it's a three-game lead. Division's over. Now all you're hoping for if you're a Cowboy fan is you don't let the Eagles celebrate the division championship in your stadium. But even if you win Saturday, it doesn't mean anything. Literally, it means nothing if you win Saturday. Right. Which is disappointing, to be quite honest. Very disappointing, Jerry. So... I'm sorry, I talked a lot there. I'm annoyed by that game. Yeah, no, it was it was a. Uh, I was you know when watching the Jet game, they kept putting the score up there, and the Cowboys, I thought, had it, no problem. They did, and I'll tell you one other. I know we got a break. I'll give you another one. This is your bugaboo when you watch football. What do you hate about offenses? Um, screen passes, running the in ball in terms of scoring, uh, going for field goals. Yes. So the Cowboys lead this game twenty-one-seven at halftime. The Jaguars come out, kick a field goal. All right, they get it to 21-10. The Cowboys then go on a nine-play, 70-yard drive. They get all the way down inside the 10, and they have to settle for a field goal, a 24-yard field goal. I really believe if they score there and go up 28-10, it I, sounds crazy, but I think the game is over at that point. And instead, they kick three. Then they get an interception, and guess what they do? Kick three again. You had opportunities to put the Jaguars away. You didn't because of the field goals, and it allowed them to come back and win. Nothing worse than a really long drive that ends in a field oh, goal. The Giants are very good at that, and the Cowboys were yesterday yeah. too. So, All right, quick break. When we come back, so much to do with the NFL, and then Boomer and Geo on a football Monday on The Fan. Your official station to talk Yankees. The Fan, 1019 FM, and always live on the free Odyssey app. Download it today. You know, there are days when I tell Al, really, we could go to 8 o'clock. 
Today is one of those days like we really could go to 8 o'clock. There's so much to get to. I don't know. I feel like I'm blowing through all this. You are? I'm good after an hour. An hour is plenty of time. What is wrong with you? Well, here's the thing. You're a minimalist. This is what I've decided. Yeah. We all know what went on yesterday. We want to hear your opinion on it, Al. Opinion of what, though? I don't know. We know. <laughs> well, you like, better hope hey, Boomer and G have some opinions coming like, up. they got four hours to fill. Well, this is just the weird thing about sports radio. And I go through this uh, existential crisis my entire career. I've been doing this for many, many years, Jerry. Yes, I'm aware. But as we get more and more, the audience gets all of the information. We see all of the things. Like, no one is going to call in today and say, I agree with Rob Sala. Uh, no, but saving those timeouts. So whatever opinion you have of that, unless so you have that opinion, unless I, you go, huh. can I give you the mind of a sports right. fan? Yes, Jerry. All right. I will tell you from this, from this perspective, when your team does well, you want to hear your fellow fans enjoy the crap out of it. You want to hear what you already have heard. It's like reinforcement. It's fun. It's cool hearing Johnny from section 402, Doing the J-E-T-S, Jets, Jets, Jets chant when he calls the radio station after a big win. Okay. When the team loses, you want to wallow in the agony with your – so I can't explain it, Al, and I'm not picking on you when I say this. As a sports fan, which you, you're not for the most part, you're a casual sports fan, but as people that really do enjoy it and absorb it, like I will tell you going back in the day when the Cowboys would beat the Giants, I would have the radio station on – from sunup to sundown and i wanted to hear cowboy fans call in and i wanted to hear the pain of the giant fan and i wanted to hear the host make excuses for why the giants lost to the and i I couldn't get enough of it five hours of mike and chris who's on next howie rose let me hear him talk about it it's just we're nuts that's it we're nuts but back then you were also without any other way to get that information yes but it still remains this is the one way to hear the personalities that you're familiar with and also to hear the fans call in and talk about it it's the format i've always liked it since that's why from the time it started in 87 i probably started listening to the station in 88 i want to say and from that moment it was like I was hooked. Like, like here's the like the emmanuel i thought did a good job of this uh overnight he like was all in on Zach Wilson having a good game, and to <laughs> me, I was like, the not only did he you see Zach Wilson miss all these guys, you see the receivers themselves were visibly frustrated. Yeah, which I've had enough of, by the way, already. Why? What do you mean? You haven't won anything. Like when you drop a ball, is Zach Wilson or Mike White flailing flail his arms at you? Good point. I'm so tired of wide receivers that do that as if they never make a mistake. You know, and that when Garrett Wilson, who he's really is a very good player. I'm not saying he's not. Or it was Garrett Wilson, right? That was he was really demonstrative yeah. on that one play. Just shut up, line up, and make the next catch when he finds you. Uh, that that bothers me. So if you're the Jets, uh, let's say Mike White was ready to rock and roll for Thursday, you're starting him, or you're giving uh, Zach Wilson another shot yourself. Uh, I think if Zach Wilson was a fourth round draft pick, you go right back to Mike White Thursday night. But I think they were looking for a reason to put Zach Wilson back in. Unfortunately for Mike White, the injury has done that. I think I'd be stunned if Wilson doesn't start Thursday night. Yeah, no, yeah, I think that's I think that's a given at this point. Yep, I, I really think that. Not to mention if you're Joe Douglas and Rob Sala and you want Wilson to succeed, and understandably so, 
you're going now and playing a team that you're going to have to score points to match them. They're going to Jacksonville is going to put points on the board. Their defense isn't great. They're okay. They ain't great though. So you have an opportunity to kind of turn the page and win a game prime time, the national audience. And I will tell you, if Wilson doesn't play well here, uh, you know, that's gotta be it. Now, if he does, perhaps he, you know, puts a stranglehold on the job again. What you don't want to have happen is kind of like what happened yesterday. One of these, uh, right. there's a flash. Right, there's eh. a flash, but then you have fans booing, receivers demonstratively not happy. Bad interceptions like Bad you saw yesterday again. Yep. Like you said, there, he could have had others. Where the receiver made a great play on a, a dead duck he yeah. tossed up there for no reason. Remember that? What was it, third and like 12 or something? Yeah. And that ball, even at Ian, what did he say? The ball's dead. <laughs> the ball something. is dead. <laughs> the thing was like flooded. And here comes Michael Carter, who picks it out of the air out of nowhere. Um, but then he has the play where he's moving to his left. He's throwing across the field. A beautiful play. Right. It's like, where's that? So, I, you know what? They just they can't have another vanilla performance on Thursday night. They need to be able to make a decision at some point here. Now, if they lose again, heck, you can just ride them out the rest of the year because the season's going to be lost in terms of the playoffs right. anyway. They're not de- – 7-7, seven and seven, it ain't looking great, but they're not dead. You know, go out and win your last – what, do they got three games left, 7-7? Seven and seven? Yeah. Go out and win your last three games. You go 10-7. and seven, You don't make the playoffs. You don't make the playoffs, but you gave yourself every chance. Right. You lose Thursday night. I mean, please. Is that game in Jacksonville? No, it's at MetLife Stadium. Oh, is that right? I'm almost certain. I'll probably go to that game. Yeah, you go to it. (laughs) (laughs) No chance you would go to it. I will stay up for it, though, Jerry, because I'm off uh, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday this week. You're off Wednesday, too? That's right. And I'm going to watch that Jet game, Jerry. I'll probably do instant reaction video. You will not do an instant reaction video on Thursday night because you will not be up when the game comes final at 11 p.m. That's true. Right. So let's stop kidding ourselves. Instant. How about not instant reaction? Eight hours later reaction video. <laughs> I did like Brandon Tierney's instant reaction from yesterday. Oh, was he? How did he take it? Hard. How can you? Exactly. I didn't see that one. I got to look for that. He looks like a beaten man. Yeah. Like he's just had enough. Beaten down. Point. Yeah. And I under, I get it. I totally get it. It's a fan base that they... They've been hit over the head year after year after year. I do think the future is bright right now. But when it looked like you were going to make the playoffs, and now it looks like you might not. When it looked like you had solidified the quarterback position, now it looks like you might not have. It's like, enough. I get it. Tough. And you know uh, what was a cool game also uh, Saturday was that Bills-Dolphins game I liked. Yeah, we didn't get the snow game, though, that I thought we were Right, well, like the fourth quarter you got some uh, yeah, snow action. Tell me you weren't disappointed when I you was. turned the game on and you saw a green field. I did, yes, 100%. I was very disappointed. I'm like, what happened to this 7 to 10 inches of snow that was going to fall? They cleared it and it was gone. Well, now, I, I did watch Colleen Wolf and Steve Smith. I did watch some of the pregame coverage to see. I wanted to see about the snow. Yeah. All they did was talk about how cold they were. <laughs> It is freezing here. It was pretty funny, actually. Yeah, but that was a nice uh, up and down the field game. Uh, The fans throwing snowballs. Well. Which I also enjoy. You can't have that. You don't live in Cleveland. No. That was Sam Weish about, was that about snowballs? uh, It might have been. I I think it was. I know the Eagle fans threw snowballs at Santa Claus. I do know that. Yeah, I remember there was a giant game with snowballs. Giants Cardinals way back in the day, I feel like. A lot of snowballs in football. Yeah. A lot of snowballs. We got about 30 seconds. You got what? one more? What? Uh, what was more impressive, Jerry? Uh, Patrick Mahomes completing 20 straight passes. No, it was the Texans. 
what was the Texans? No, no, I'm saying here's your two options. Right. Patrick Mahomes completing 20 straight passes or the Steelers going on a 21-play drive. I'm saying no because it was against the Texans. Oh, okay, so not impressive. And and he's Patrick Mahomes. Yeah. Um, I would say the Steelers at this point, where they're at and their personnel, I would take the Steeler drive. A 21-play drive is insanity. Yeah, you had a lot of big drives yesterday. That one, the giant one we talked about, 21 is crazy. How many yards did it take up? I, I mean, it had to be... No, you didn't write that part down. (laughs) (laughs) I didn't write it down because even as they were going along, they're like, this is the 19th play of the drive. He's like, they're still. They're still going. They're still. And they still got field to go. So one of these plays must have been doing nothing. What was the result of the drives, Al? The results, Jerry? Oh, come on. You didn't get that at least? Probably a cheap field goal. (laughs) God. It's the dynamic duo of Al and Jerry, the superheroes of WFAN. All right, we got about uh, two minutes or so to the Big Boomer and Geo program. So much more to get to, Al. What else you got? Oh, by the way, that 21-play drive ended in a Mitchell Trubisky touchdown. Nice. Yeah, 11 minutes and 43 seconds. I love when uh, things happen uh, sort of, um, well, that makes me happy. This is something that made me happy, Jerry. The uh, the guy who caught the Aaron Judge uh, 60-second home run ball. And was last month offered $3 million for it. And then he decided he was going to go to auction instead. He got some bad advice. Uh, yeah, he got half of that, $1.5 yes. million. Still pretty nice, Jerry. Yeah, but when you lost half of what it was and it was a sure thing. He lost $1.5 million in a month. Yeah, yeah. which is crazy. So, I, actually would, I actually thought with Judge staying with the Yankees, I was surprised that that number came down so much and no one was that interested in bidding on it. Jerry, the last time someone lost $1.5 million in a month was my 401k. How's those 401ks going, Jerry? Still stink. The what? The 401k still stink. I don't understand. I I feel like the stock market was moving back up. Uh, It lost 700 points on Friday. Yeah, that was the problem. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, you're right. You know what? It lost 1,000 points in two days. Like one day it was down three-something, then the next day it was down. And as you know, you lose the money very quickly. It takes forever to get it back. (laughs) That is true. Oh, Jerry, before we run out of time, I have one, two, three. I have four baseball signings. Which one was most impressive to you? Justin Turner, J.D. Martinez, Dansby Swanson, Andrew Benatendi. Um, which was the big one, Jerry? Which was the uh, well, maybe. Dansby Swanson to the Cubs was for 177 million bucks. Yeah, uh, mm. uh, seven years. That I will say this: that one surprised me. Yeah, even Justin that was Turner really going surprising. to the Mets. Well, and also J.D. Martinez one year. I, I thought the Mets would be in on him. Yeah, he went to the Dodgers instead. One year, ten million dollars. They, yeah. they basically just swapped Justin Turner for J.D. Martinez. Yes. I really wasn't blown away by any of them. I guess Swanson getting the big deal, but yeah, eh, eh, another eh. long deal too, Jerry. Seven years. WFAN, WFAN FM, WFAN FM HD One, New York, always live on the Free Odyssey app.